the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody, I'm welcoming you. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say I'm Dennis Prager or welcome to the show. So I'm welcoming you to the Dennis Prager Show. It's quite a uh, last five days for me in Dallas and Chattanooga and then San Marcos, California. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty distant from L.A. as such. I spoke to, let's see, wow, now that I think of it, I spoke to 1,500 people at the Dallas Baptist University. I spoke to uh, over 1,000 people at a church in Chattanooga, and I spoke to over 1,000 people at the uh, Awakened Church uh, in San Marcos last night. So I'm very curious, other than Christians, who is gathering in such numbers indoors uh, with, uh, with, without, uh, without wearing masks, and etc.? Do you know the answer to that? Do, do you, uh, are there secular groups meeting in that number for speeches? Th- this, is the, this is an interesting question that uh, speaks very well for Christians. Now, it's a very interesting question. Why are, are they, and by the way, most Christians are not, certainly mainstream churches, uh, Catholic and, and Protestant, are, are not doing this. The, these have been confined to evangelical churches. Not all evangelical churches are doing this. Jack Hibbs does it, Rob McCoy does it. I mean, there are a number of, uh, uh, of individuals around the country who are doing this. So here's the question, why? Now, let me tell you a reason to, for you to exclude. It is not because they think God will protect them from COVID. All right? Just let's get that straight nor is it why I appear at these functions. I don't think God will protect me from COVID. He might, he might not. That's true for everybody in the world, and so it, it therefore is not, is not an issue. So I, I, don't, I don't believe that the issue, in fact, I'm certain, the issue is not God will protect us so we can gather it is rather we we weigh the dangers versus the advantages and they have weighed as i have that the advantages of meeting are greater than the disadvantages of potentially dying do you know what the death rate of covid when all is said and done is it is under 1% 
That, and that includes 93-year-olds who have asthma and, and, and uh, diabetes. Uh, the, the chances of somebody who is relatively healthy, relatively, not, not, a, not super healthy, relatively healthy, and under, let's say, 70, under probably 75, maybe 80, are, so, are infinitesimally small, the chances of their dying. And if they take therapeutics, of which there is a new one that Israel has used on hundreds of thousands, I believe it is, and found to be unbelievably effective, and it costs $15. Did you hear about it in the American press? No, I read about it in the Jerusalem Post. I will bring it to your attention. Add it to hydroxychloroquine and zinc. Add it to ivermectin. How many of you know that the state of Uttar Pradesh, India is composed of states like the United States is, the state of Uttar Pradesh, with I, th- I think 230 million people, let's look that up, uh, has used ivermectin. Other states did not. They had virtually no deaths from COVID as a result of using ivermectin. Lying media like the New York Times describe it as a horse dewormer. This is the new thing, a horse dewormer. That is how it was invented, and the the, and the inventor got a Nobel Prize uh, in medicine. It was invented for human beings. It has been used for a long time utterly safely. But you are told repeatedly by the completely dishonest mainstream media who lie so easily they don't even know it. They tr- I, I, I truly do believe they, they no longer know that they have no commitment to truth. Ivermectin works. If your doctor says it doesn't, get another doctor. Your doctor is either ignorant of how fantastic... Ask him if he... Hey, the guy, How many doctors in America could, I, could identify Uttar Pradesh? I don't blame them for not being able. But if they tell you not to take ivermectin, if you have COVID, then they should know at least as much about COVID as I do. But a lot of doctors don't. That's a fact. It's not a happy fact. I am not proud of it. I don't claim to be a COVID expert. I claim to know more about what works than most doctors. That is a scandal, not a boast on my part, is a scandal in the medical profession. So why why did people why did why did a thousand five hundred come in Dallas, a thousand in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and a thousand in over a thousand in San Marcos? You think there will be a breakout? What if there's no breakout? By the way, uh, my gym, which I am leaving, Equinox, Equinox, one of the fancier gyms in the country has sent me a letter that anybody who is not vaccinated cannot come as of October 11th. So after five years, I am, of course, leaving the place, which is run by the most woke people possible in any event. Why not? It's a big business. Why should they have principles? Has there been a breakout of, uh, of COVID uh, in, uh, in, uh, at Equinox anywhere in the country? Do we know of anybody getting sick or hospitalized, let alone dead, as a result of working out at an equinox? 
So why are they doing this? Not all gyms are doing this. My friend, my good friend Joel Alperson in Omaha, Nebraska, has been going to his gym since since the COVID uh, virus broke out. He has been going to his gym in Omaha. Having spoken to him within the last week, I can tell you he is not dead. Now, why, why did they allow that in, in Omaha? Why can you go to a gym, could go to a gym the whole time? Why is Equinox banning the unvaccinated? It has nothing to do with health. Nothing has to do with sheep-like, cowardly behavior and the desire of places like Los Angeles County to assert authority. I will uh, bring to your attention what is happening in New York State. You know how many uh, nurses and other people in, in the medical field are not vaccinated? A substantial enough number for the governor of New York to announce that she is going to bring in nurses, for example, from the Philippines, uh, who probably are, are terrific people. I'm a big fan of Filipinos, as it happens, but who probably speak no English and have certainly no, no experience in an American hospital, and the National Guard. It is better for them to risk the uh, deterioration in health care in hospitals than to give up their power. This has nothing to do with health. These nurses and others have not been vaccinated as long as the disease has been around, correct? Anything happening? Is there an outbreak as a result of them? Power, my friends. It is all about power. It is minimally about health. 1-8-Prager-776-877-243. Triple seven six. You are listening to the Dennis Prager Show. And I'd be curious to know what you think about all these churches that I appeared at. You think that they have been irresponsible? Do you admire them? And how do you explain them? We shall be back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 
800-500-8384. There's a reason Gun Owners of America is known as the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. From lobbying in the halls of Congress and the executive branch to battling in the courts, wherever your Second Amendment rights are being infringed, GOA and their grassroots army are there. GOA has never compromised on the Second Amendment in its 45-year history. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. GOA has a special offer for my listeners and a free gift. It's up to us to protect the Second Amendment. Please visit gunowners.org, gunowners.org forward slash Prager to join in this important battle for liberty. That's gunowners.org forward slash Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, 18 Prager 776. 14 out of 15 is from the Jerusalem Post. 14 out of 15 severe COVID-19 patients who were treated in an investigator-initiated interventional open-label clinical study of the drug Tricor, that is phenofibrate, did not require oxygen support within a week of treatment and were released from the hospital according to the results of a new Hebrew University of Jerusalem study. Hebrew University is in prestige, Israel's Harvard. Phenofibrate is an FDA-approved oral medication. The results were published on researchsquare.com and currently under peer review. Specifically, the team that was led by Hebrew University's Professor Yaakov Nachmias carried out the study at Israel's Barzilai Medical Center in coordination with the hospital's head of the Infectious Disease Unit, Professor Shlomo Ma'ayan, and with support from Abbott Laboratories. The 15 treated patients all had pneumonia and required oxygen support. I don't know, did I say hundreds of thousands? I had that from another study, so I I retract that. Truth is the number one thing on this program, and accuracy. The 15 treated patients all had pneumonia and required oxygen support. They were also older with multiple comorbidities, ranging from diabetes and obesity to high blood pressure. In addition to standard of care, the patients were given 145 milligrams a day of phenofibrate for 10 days. The results were dramatic, Nachmias told the Jerusalem Post. Progressive inflammation markers, which are the hallmarks of deterior- deteriorative COVID-19, dropped within 48 hours of treatment. More hour, more, moreover, 14 of the 15 severe patients did not require oxygen support within a week of treatment. The 15th patient was off oxygen within 10 days. When looking at the data on other similarly severe patients, less than 30% of them, on average, are removed from oxygen support within a week. In other words, phenofibrate could dramatically shorten the treatment time for severe COVID patients. Phenofibrate was approved by the FDA back in 1975 for long-term use and is considered safe. Moreover, it is an inexpensive pill. It costs less than $1.50 a day, meaning the entire treatment per patient was around $15. That the medical profession 
went all in for vaccine and not for therapeutics will be a, a very dark mark on medicine in our time. There are so many dark marks that one doesn't know where to begin. Really, one does not. Not allowing loved ones to visit dying people for a year is an act of cruelty that anybody in the medical profession wants two-year-olds masked on airplanes is a disgrace to the medical profession. But I've lived all my life sort of naive. I did. I admit it. I thought the doctors were better than they are. As human beings, I'm talking. Forget as doctors. Sometimes, see, it matters. Sometimes it does matter. I've often given the argument that if I had had cancer and there were two oncologists, one was obnoxious but fantastic, and one was beautiful and kind but less fantastic, I would take the obnoxious fantastic. I acknowledge that. But here, doctors matter. They, they should have they should have protested. If masks work, why couldn't masked loved ones visit dying parents? You tell me masks work? So between the two, letting somebody into the hospital, they let the patient into the hospital, right? I don't know what I would have done if a loved one of mine were dying. Would I have banged on the doors? Would I have gotten arrested? I would have done something. When you see the way two-year-olds are treated, see the video of the two-year-old, who, what does he have, asthma? I think he had asthma. And, and, and he, he, he was just so crying. My, my wife made an, an atypical comment for her. She's extremely measured in her speech. She thinks that there's been a level of sadism unleashed in this country th- through COVID. It's, hard, it's, it's painful for me to even entertain it as an idea. What, what would happen if they allowed the two-year-old not to wear a mask? Would, would, the, would the flight attendants have been fined, fired? Do we know? How would, they, how would the airline even know it? Do, do the flight attendants throwing off this, the parent and the child believe that the child is a threat to the people on board? Hmm? You think they do? Wow. Threat to them. I'm sorry? Threat to them. But they're wearing masks. And anyway, everybody takes off their mask when they eat. I guess you can't transmit the disease while eating. Everybody knows that. So I'm behind behind on that one. A lot of science behind that, yeah. Of course, I've mentioned to you often, is there one person listening who believes the pilots wear masks in the cockpit? 
can you even say cockpit anymore? What is it, flight deck? So did you hear this now, that you are you can't use the word illegal immigrant? It dehumanizes them. You have to use non-citizen. But it's, but it's completely imprecise, non-citizen. Non-citizen could be somebody visiting the country to take in the, the sights of the country, see the Grand Canyon and go home. But so non-citizen means nothing. But they own the language. That's the first thing totalitarians do is remake the language that people speak. Very curious to take your calls on the issues that I have raised today. We shall return momentarily. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. The uh, citation I gave earlier about 1% death rate is for people under 64. I should have added that fact, but now you have it. It's very important to get this completely accurate. So you have a 99% chance chance of survival. Actually, if we had used therapeutics at every age, there would have been a greater rate of survival. Who was it, Rish? Dr. Rish? Harvey Rish. Rish. Where is he? At Yale? An epidemiologist at Yale? Didn't he say on this program hundreds of thousands of Americans who died shouldn't have died had they taken therapeutics? So just want you to know, when you say follow the science, be honest. You follow the scientist you, you agree with. That's what it means. That's true for everything. So people who say that aren't, aren't really being uh, the, the truth. They're really telling the truth. Temecula, California. Roger, hello. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. I'm. I wish I had your ability for conciseness. I'm trying to be as concise as I can and specific as I can with this question because I'm open for a specific type of answer. Mm-hmm. I agree with you a thousand percent that it's about control and it is about power. My question is. Other than that being the mean or the end, justifying the means, the control, why do these people, Newsom, Pelosi, Schumer, Obama, uh, Biden, Harris, what is their reason and motivation for wanting to keep us scared and wanting more control of people? Well, the big, the answer is they want power. 
the, but your question is a great one. If if you're also asking, why do they want power? Do you want power over other people? Exactly what I'm asking. Yes, I know it is. That's why I wanted to be concise. <laughs> Not that you are, and you were great. The answer is, I don't know. This happens to me and to everybody a lot. I understand people who rob banks. Everybody understands that. I understand thieves. I understand murder. So there are things that all of us can understand, and obviously the vast majority of us abstain from. There are other things that I don't think are understandable by those who do not have that desire. I want to be left alone by the state. I don't want it to have increasing power over me, and I have no desire to have any power over others. I like to persuade others, I've been doing all of my life, trying to persuade others what I think is good and what I think is bad. But power, I, I, I don't understand power. I don't understand. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying they're equivalents. But I'll give you another example. I don't understand child molestation. I, I do. I do not have to battle a desire to molest a child. It, 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 you might as well tell me somebody wants to molest a battery. I, I don't get it. So there's a lot we don't understand about our fellow human beings because we can't relate to it. As I said, there are a lot of bad things we can relate to. But not uh, not power over people. I wrote a column recently in which I said, you know, there are so many ways of dividing humanity. Between the happy and the unhappy is, is just an example, the decent and the indecent. But a big division is those who want power over other people and those who do not. And it is astonishing how many people want power over other people. And and get a big charge out of it. Here's, here's a good example. Uh, I don't even know if it's a good example. Here's an example. It might be good. <laughs> so I fly constantly. Constantly, I, I must have taken five, seven flights, whatever, last week alone. So it is a very interesting question. I'm, the living martyr flies a lot too. How do you explain the flight attendant who is hyper vigilant about your mask being over your nose? And the flight attendant, who doesn't give a hoot, so long as, as it's at least over your mouth and, you know, you look right. How does one explain the difference? And let me tell you, it's a 50-50 split. It, it, it is impossible to know when you board the plane what type of flight attendant you will get. I, I, I flew, my wife and I flew from Europe. I won't say what airline. I don't want to get it in trouble. I wish I could say what airline because I'd like to give them more business, but it's a very famous airline. It's not a U.S. airline. I flew a European airline nonstop from Europe to Los Angeles. That's a 12 to 13 hour flight. It's a long flight. And it goes, and 
no one did a thing. I will tell you about that and uh, take your calls. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. A reminder, okay, all, all right, so is that the percentage? So what does that mean? Point zero zero two. is that, what is that, two one-thousandths of a percent? So when I said that it was, you had a 99%, there were two ways of figuring out the death rate of COVID. The death rate among people who get COVID and the death rate among the whole population. They're both important, especially if you have COVID, you want to know how lethal it is. But what really matters is the death rate in the percentage of the population. If there is a disease that has a 99% mortality rate, right? You have a 1% chance of, of surviving it, a certain terrible cancer, let's say, but only 100 or 500 Americans get it a year, then the fact that it is 99% fatal is not that relevant unless you get it, which is extremely rare. I hope that's clear. There were two rates of mortality in the population as a whole and among those who get the disease. So 650,000 to round it out, out of 330 million people. You you calculated that it's, that's 0.002? That's pretty small. Even if it's 0.02 and you did it wrong, it's, it's, it's incredibly small. We have destroyed liberty in many Western countries over an infinitesimally small number, a small percentage of people. Let me read you some statistics. This is something that's just, it's, a, it's you sent me, by the way, a phenomenal piece, guy summarizing COVID statistics, and I didn't even get to that. So my friends, as of September 22nd, and this is from the CDC, as of that date, the number of children zero to four years old who uh, have died of COVID is 120. I'd like to see what other things kill children zero to four years of age and give you those numbers, but I don't have them in front of me. Five to 18 years of age, 374. But they didn't go to school and they were masked. (laughs) 
See the story of the kid who wouldn't take his mask off to take the school photo? He was just alone with the photographer because his mother told him not, not to take off the mask. By the way, I, I really salute this kid, to be honest. I, I, it's nice to see kids listening to parents. But it's so sad. God, have people gotten scared for no good reason. Well, every everything was done wrong. Uh, David in Los Angeles, hello. Hello? Are we okay with the telephone lines? All right. We'll try David later. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland, and Joe. Hello, Joe. Hey, Dennis. Uh, first of all, you're using the word therapeutics wrong. The word you want is prophylaxis. Oxygen no, no, they're both. They're, they're both prophylaxis and therapeutics. All right, but there, we, there are plenty of therapeutics. I mean, remdesivir is a therapeutic. Steroids are a therapeutic. Um, that's the first thing. So doctors do believe in therapeutics. They don't believe in the therapeutics that are cheap and work. Steroids are cheap and work. Steroids are cheaper than, than, than right. uh, okay. hydroxychloroquine. Right. And what about... Uh, what, right. Okay. Go on. So, That's, well, okay. Okay. So the point I, I wanted to make is you don't talk about hospitalizations or ICU visits. All you talk about is the death rate. And uh, the hospitalization rate under 30 if you get COVID is 10%. And the ICU admission rate is three percent. And unless you want to be intubated, I think that's a pretty important statistic. I think you should talk about it. I think I should. I agree with you. Actually, I'll, I'll get those data. I think that's important. But it's, they could have avoided in, intubation, in my opinion, had they been given appropriate therapeutics or prophylactics, as you as you pointed out. But it's so we're talking about such an infinitesimally small number in any event. Well, thirty percent of of people. And anyway, I'll get that data. I thank you for your call. Uh, let's see what what happened to David in Los Angeles. Is he is he there? Is he there now? Are you there there, David? Okay, he's not. What did he want to say? Oh, about Norway. Yeah, Norway has dropped all restrictions. Apparently, that's fascinating. God, they're going to be dying like uh, like flies now in uh, in Norway, I guess. They've dropped all restrictions. How how amazing! Uh, Maria has a very important point. I agree. In California, hello. Here we go. Here we go. Hello. Yep. Hi, Dennis. I just want to make a comment. Uh, during uh, the beginning of your show when you said that the New York governor uh, wanted to, what do you say, uh, import nurses from the Philippines, right? Right. Okay. So now uh, they were good. I think it's what you said. They don't speak English, I think it's what you said. Yes, and and you're correcting me that because many Filipinos Uh, do. uh, so, so uh, that's important. That's important. I got to take a break as you hear the music. Uh, there's another issue with regard to the Filipino nurses. One last call for alcohol, so finish your there's another problem with the 
the solution the New York governor is offering for so many people leaving hospital work because they refuse to be forced to take the vaccination. These are young, healthy people who shouldn't be taking the vaccination. And one of the answers is the National Guard, which is, sounds terrific to me. I would love to have a National Guard nurse if I were in the hospital. I'm sure they're, they're well-versed on ICU machines, heart machines, and, and so on. And the other is Filipino nurses. Now, I'm a big fan of Filipinos. I think they're, they're among the five friendliest people. My travels of, of a lifetime to 131 now countries. I added Slovakia last month. And the problem is that this causes a drain of, of important people to that society. The West drains third world countries of their best medical people. I remember the signs in Africa. What was it from Canada as a Canadian advertisement? Be a doctor in Canada and be a doctor in UK. And and the locals were telling us that's what's happening. These people trained to be doctors and nurses in in African countries, and then they leave. But of course, the the left, which is the ones who are the ones pushing that you be ostracized from society if you didn't get a vaccine. They're okay with people leaving hospital work. That's power, not health. You understand? You have the audacity to defy left-wing authority. You have the audacity to defy the Democratic Party. F you, baby. Go to hell. Oh, no unemployment benefits, even, even when you're fired. You're fired, but you can't get unemployment insurance. That's what they're trying to push now. What about the doctors who say they won't treat the unvaccinated? That's something. Is that a first in, in American medical history? They'll treat murderers. They'll, they'll treat uh, uh, torturers. They'll, they'll treat serial rapists, but they won't treat the unvaccinated. There's a sickness in the medical profession deep. But why not? Do you know anything the left has touched that has not been rendered sick? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.